welcome to the Silver Screen Show, where we talk everything about movies, films, and cinema. In tonight's episode, we'll be looking at some of the biggest films of this year: Guardians of the Galaxy, Alien Covenant, um, Sleepless. I don't know if you even call, and call that a big film, and Lady Macbeth. And in addition, we've also got a new face joining us today, Hiftu. Hello. Do you wanna have a quick word? Introduce uh, yourself. Yeah. Um, well, I'm um, a huge film fan. Uh, which is why I'm on this show. Met the tick box criteria. <laughs> and uh, yeah, really looking forward to chatting with these guys about the good, bad, and not ugly. Really ranting. Oh. That's all we yeah, really do. Mainly ranting. Just right to it. And we obviously also have our usual other host, Abu, yep. and myself. <laughs> right. So without any further ado, let's get started. So the, let's start with a big one, the big, big one, box yeah. office draw. <laughs> It, uh, it cost about 200 million to make. That's only the production budget. Marketing budget, I imagine, is about 100 million more. Um, and it's already raked in 630 million. So it's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, directed by James Gunn, uh, who, also <laughs> who also directed the first Guardians film, and uh, starring your usual... Uh, Ragtag bunch of heroes. Yeah, that's a very good way of saying it. Ragtag bunch of heroes. We should show that uh, shot now. Of okay. them walking by, uh, Chris Pratt, uh, Zoe Saldana, uh, Vin Diesel, obviously as I'm Groot, uh, Bradley and Bradley Cooper, yeah, um, Batista man, and obviously Dave Bautista yeah. from my childhood. <laughs> I'm so happy for him. I really am happy for him. He could have been typecast as a wrestler failing. He's Easily could have. I, I remember yeah, uh, exactly. John Cena or Steve Austin being typecast yeah. in so many films yeah. before. Um, the chops. I did quite well yeah. this film when you get cracking so. Absolutely. So just to be clear, he is the guy like who he's strapped. He's the muscle. Yes. He's, he's the, the muscle. Yeah, he's the muscle. Slightly guy. dumb. Yeah. yeah. Slightly uh, doesn't I, so yeah. socially unaware. I got you. But he's super strong. So just to make sure we both watched it. I haven't seen it. So yeah. It's fine. You can ask so, all the questions. So yeah, <laughs> all the so curious questions. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Yeah. <laughs> so the next part to Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Uh -huh. Why is it so, called Volume Two to begin with? Why is it Volume Two, and what, what happens, and what's so different about the first one? Ah, actually, yeah. Why don't you take it? First one is where we meet all our heroes. They all come from different aspects of life. They're all basically like reaching dead ends of their lives, and they kind of get together. They're all people who are outcast from society, and they come come together to make some sort of ragtag bunch of heroes, and they end up saving the world. And now this film follows on basically, so now they're using their new fame to get more jobs because they're like bounty hunters. Jobs? Yeah, they're like, oh, they do missions. post recession. <laughs> <laughs> so they yeah. do like, they carry out little jobs for people when they get right. paid money. They're like bounty hunters in a sense. So, and basically this film's key aspect is the fact that Star-Lord, our main hero, Chris Pratt, gets to meet his father. Yeah. Who was kind of hinted upon in the previous film. Yeah. And this film really looks into that aspect mm. among other yeah. character arcs. So yeah, and I think one thing that really uh, threads together all the different elements and the themes in the film is the theme of family, which, uh, like Abu was and saying, and Diesel in it is waiting to say family like in Fast Eight. Oh my God, I was gonna <laughs> say that. Yeah. In fact, at one point, Drax says, "We're a big family." I was thinking you couldn't look more like Vin Diesel <laughs> other than now, mate, because you're bald, you're big, and you love your family. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, as I was saying, which is a good thing. Having a family background is always something that sells to every audience. Yeah, because like I guess it's a family big. movie, right? Yeah, it is a family. It's one of those it kind is, of all-around yeah, kind of some, Yeah, it is like, definitely PG-13. There's something for the parents, yeah. you know, teenagers, it's, it's jokes, friends will go to watch it. Yeah. So and the jokes are understandable by kids as well. Yeah, so it, it definitely is a family film, and which is why 
in the first film made so much, right? It, it was, came out of nowhere. I think what made the first film so great is basically it was so different to all the gen generic, like, it's pretty much the Iron Man, Captain America, mm -hmm. it's all the same kind of superheroes. This yep. was just so different and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. He had a lot of, you know, throwback music, he was a lot of dancing, yep. jokes. It's so is this when the, so in volume two, is this where it gets deep then? Yeah. This is kind uh, of... I wouldn't say deep. I would say it delves more into the character aspects of okay. the um, But do you think, film. would you say it works? Like, uh, is that what you expected That's the million dollar question. You, so uh, delving like, dap into that. Uh, why didn't you uh, start yeah, that? So I think yeah. characters like um, Yondu, that little, he was like a side role in the previous film, mm -hmm. has a real big role here. And he's like, character development is amazing. So yeah. from a character you don't really care about, in the first movie, in this movie, you really... Yeah, get an attachment to this guy. I'll second that. Mm -hmm. I think this character is yeah. definitely one of the best characters. And also, like yeah. character like, like Nebula, who hates her sister Gamora, and has a lot of names for her. It's like Gamora, Nebula. But yeah. <laughs> so in the previous film, Nebula and Gamora are the sisters, and they hate each other basically. Right. Okay. So this one kind of explains why there's this animosity between right, them. Right. Okay. So you're kind of getting to see like everyone's yeah. backstory. And you kind of feel so. Oh, yeah. now I see why she's got such a vendetta against her. Whereas right. in the first one, it was like, I hate you. I'm gonna kill you. So then, would this like say so? I haven't seen the first yeah. one either. <laughs> I love films, really. You're excused. Um, uh, so I haven't seen the first one. So for someone like me or anyone who hasn't seen it, if they were to then go see volume two, not having seen the first one, oh, would, so would I, I don't think. Like, uh, would I feel like I wouldn't really get the jokes? Or I wouldn't get the, the jokes you still get because the jokes pretty much work on a, on a great end. Chris Pratt's really good at delivering yeah. the lines and stuff. Yeah, I, I think, think I think you wouldn't really miss anything. Mm -hmm. uh, the first film is only good because um, so it it's just so different and the only connection from the first to the second is that at the end of the first film there is an event that happens that then links back to the fact that uh, the main guy star lord his father must be something special mm -hmm. which is why in this film they then focus on the father aspect of mm -hmm. his relationships and then develop the other characters surrounding it um, which um, yeah. which is why you wouldn't really miss too much if you haven't seen the first film. But having said that, I doubt who hasn't watching. seen the first yeah. film. Honestly, you love it. It's a great. I also film. love Marvel. Really. It, no, really, it is one of the best Marvel films. If you, I think we ranked Marvel films at one time. Yeah. We started with Iron Man as number yeah. one, and then Winter Winter Soldier, uh, the, the the second uh, Captain America film. And Avengers? then immediately, uh, and immediately Avengers? after that was Guardians of the Galaxy. Avengers not Avengers. Fun, but it's not like story-wise, it's not the most interesting. Yeah. Yeah. you'd think that there isn't anything new in Avengers. I've seen that kind of mashup before, mm. like everyone just fighting with each other. But this one, it's just so fun. And one of the best parts about this film, which is why the name Volume Two, are uh, the music. Mm. So the first film sold me on so many music that yeah. I had never listened to. Oh my god, some nice. of the best soundtracks I've ever, ever seen in a film. So they incorporate into yeah. Storyland, his mixtape is called Volume 1. Yeah. In, this, in this film, he's got like the second tape, it's called Volume yeah, 2. He's so made a new mixtape. Having but said that, no. the mixtape is not as good as the first, nah, I would I think say. The first one was a lot more fun. So if you had to compare it to the first one, yeah. which one would you rate? That was probably on the bad side of the things. Yeah. You want to go yeah. this, you want I mean, to uh, if I'm being a bit more critical, I would say that the first half of the film, of this one, is mm -hmm. quite boring. In fact, it's super boring. <laughs> uh, I heard, if I heard like, the, the gags and like, the jokes and all that was really good. Uh, was really I would say... The gags would be funny. Like, yeah, I but... You know, it is funny, but what I would say is it doesn't fit the context. So I'll give an example. There's a scene where um, uh, Nebula says that she wants to kill Thanos because her um, the ten percent of the money she'll earn from killing him. Mm -hmm. uh, 
I think I'm mixing things up. There is a there is a scene. <laughs> sorry, there is a scene. No, 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 no. no. This is this is a this is a this is a good example of a counterpoint of why the jokes I think doesn't work. So there is a scene where uh, Nebula is saying that I'll kill Thanos and that'll give me ten percent off. Thanos is the main big bad guy. Yeah. Uh, and a guy asks, Oh, what will you do with the money? And she says um, that okay, um, I will use the money to. Uh, <laughs> I can't, I can't remember now, but uh, okay. she says some I, really serious yeah. stuff, right? My point is, she yeah. says some really serious stuff. And immediately after that, the guy who asked the question says, Ooh, sorry, I was thinking you'd buy a necklace or something. Yeah. So the point is was that... that a joke, this whole thing? Yeah. So the point is, uh, she's, no, uh, the point is that she talks about something very serious. Mm. Because Thanos have been ruling over her and controlling her life all her, uh, like... Uh, for forever. yeah, forever, right? Mm -hmm. And she now wants to kill his kill her own father. Mm -hmm. um, but immediately after such a serious topic, the guy one -liner. yeah <laughs> one liner and breaks the seriousness. Yeah. I thought it's funny, but it doesn't fit the context of the seriousness you wanted to bring mm -hmm. from the scene. Okay, yeah. So those that 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 thing goes on for nearly every one liner that mm -hmm. comes up in the first half of the film. Too much, and I think what else I could say is. Um, Rax is very underused. He's literally just a comic relief. Exactly. So yeah. He in the first had a very good story arc, which um, everyone's seen the film. Basically, his family get yeah. murdered. Yeah. So in this, so a lot of emotion. In this one, he's just there to drop one liner throughout the entire film. Yeah. Right. So and he doesn't do very much. Fighting, so he doesn't get like a backstory. Yeah, well, he's he's got the backstory, but like in this movie, he's pretty much just there to drop. Jokes. Yeah, his story isn't expanded any further. Yeah, nothing at all. And I thought yeah. he's like the most action guy, like the muscle. He yeah. And he's pretty much just chatting to another character in time movies. I think he was a bit underused. And w what they, in fact, do badly with him in, in and above the fact that they underuse him is that they force a romance character with him, like someone he has to love. Mm. Yeah, and it was just no so forced. <laughs> yeah. It's Chris Pratt. No, no, no. Chris. Oh, wait, no, no. no this is uh, Drax oh, Bautista, right. yeah, yeah, the yeah. wrestler. Yeah, yeah. And they introduce a new character called Mantis. Mm -hmm. And they, they just together, yeah, yeah, they just want to ship them together just right. out of no reason. Okay. Like there is no chemistry between them. I can see. <laughs> yeah, he's no like, I don't like you guys you. hate each other really. We can yeah. all see it. He says, I don't In like fact, you. yeah. In fact, he says, "You're you're beautiful only <laughs> on the inside." <laughs> Things like that. But one more thing before we uh, probably wrap this one up. I should sure. say is it needed a bit more adventuring in space. A lot of it takes place on the planet of the father mm -hmm. and kind of dragged on a bit. It's kind of like, I know what's going to happen because mm. one of the characters does kind of hint towards everything's not as right as it should be. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, just jump to the end. I know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's quite predictable after and a point. And most of the movie takes place in the planet. I kind of like a bit, in the first one, a lot of flying around in space. Yeah, that I guess side it was of the Guardians sci -fi. of the yeah. Galaxy. Yeah, it's only taking <laughs> place in one planet. Yeah. 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 So, hope, yeah. Not to take away from it, I think you know, the good size of it, it has a good side, but it does have its bad sense. Just not as fun as the first yeah. one. But first one is a high benchmark. Yeah, if you're rating the first versus the second, how that's will you do it, mate? Well. I mean, that's my review. So if the first one is 100%, how would you rate this one? I'll put it in the 80s, like 85 or something. I liked it, but... It I'll say about 72%. Very exact. What's that 2%? I think uh, it's the Yaoundu character that right. really pulls it for, through. Right, okay. So like, that pretty much sums up my review. Is uh, It's good, but not as great. So it's good, not great. That's... Uh, for me, if I want to sum it up, I would say um, passable. That's my review. Fair it's enough. a passable <laughs> film. I think uh, the director tried to do a lot more than I suppose he was given uh, creative um, 
Rains. Uh, <laughs> yeah, creative rains too. So there are lots of film, lots of areas in the film which are I can you can I can tell edited very quickly, uh, very abruptly, and lots of backstories and like second plots, uh, second uh, other plots running coherent um, concurrently with the main one that didn't need to be there or weren't ex expanded the way it should have been, like the volume, gold volume, people. Volume three is coming along, so yeah. Oh, there's another one. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, it definitely up. will be. When you're making billions, man. Yeah, <laughs> <one's> <laughs> They've got uh, the entire roster of films decided up to 2021, I think. How do you know volume three? Like, is it something that happened at the end of volume two, which... They've like, announced it, so it will happen. They've already announced everything up to 2021, <laughs> so it's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, moving on from Guardians, we have our next film, which is... Sleepless. <laughs> one word. Sleepless. We it's can make this one will be pretty quick. Yeah, this will be very quick. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm sure we'll put you to sleep. So this is directed by Baron o Odar. Um, not someone I know of. Uh, I looked through his um, like Wikipedia stuff. Yeah, he hasn't really done there, too right? much. So he's done a few films which weren't really that big, but uh, I suppose this was one of his biggest films. Uh, the main draw in the film, obviously, is Jamie Foxx, who is starring in it, and Michelle Monaghan. Mm -hmm. um, but this film, uh, well, if I want to summarize this film, this well, film is about, a quick yeah, a quick <laughs> plot line. This um, Jamie Foxx is introduced as a bad cop. <laughs> and in fact, the entire of NYPD is a bad cop. <laughs> and corrupt. Yeah, corrupt, everyone yeah. is corrupt. And Michelle Monaghan is the only good cop who's trying to uh, yeah, figure affairs. out. Yeah, she's trying to figure out, oh my God, so much internal politics going on as well. She's <laughs> trying to figure out what's going on and who's the bad cop. and. Jamie Foxx in between is also trying to do his shenanigans. And in between they get, uh, he, Jamie Foxx gets uh, embroiled with a drug gang. They kidnap his son. He now has to recover um, his son. Yeah. That's how the story unfolds. But this film, if I want to start off with the review, <laughs> is as run of the mill as it gets. And when I say as run of the mill, you've seen this 10 times, even 20 times, who knows, if you're a film buff. I just think the characters are so boring. Our only boring. shining star is Jamie Foxx. He's the one who actually really, you can tell he really cares about this one. He gets, yeah. He's actually one who actually probably gets into it. He's very like... But even then, is he good? Oh, like, I think he's the he, best he, part of like, this film. Like yeah. his character, he's the only one I cared about. Any other character on screen, like, oh god. You actually story. cared about him? Or in terms of film, like all the other characters really? are last, like Michelle Monaghan's character. She what was about T.I. though? Oh no, he's corrupt, sorry. <laughs> He was in there, he does, he says a few lines, but then he disappears, comes back at the end. But like, Jamie yeah. Foxx is the only character that you really care about in terms of this film. Yeah. yeah. I, else, I, all the I think dealers. I cared more about the drug dealers than Jamie Foxx, I'll be honest. The drug dealers are just like run-of-the-mill casino owners or drug dealers. But so is Jamie Foxx. He's so like, like the typical bad cop as bad cop can be. Yeah, but, but like, but like the, main, the main point of this film is that his son gets kidnapped, right? That's oh, yeah. The, yeah. So yeah, so basically he steals, Jamie Foxx steals from a drug lord. Yeah. The drug lord now kidnaps his son yeah. so that Jamie Foxx returns the drugs. It's a good point. It's, like, it's kind of like Taken. So on a scale so. of 1 to 10, how Taken is it? It's like a, it's like a bad Taken. It's like... <laughs> it's like yeah, it I tries mean, to resemble was, the Taken. The first Taken was good. We had this yeah. conversation yeah. already before. Yeah. It tries to resemble Taken mm -hmm. in the sense that uh, it's somewhat, his uh, child gets kidnapped. But Taken, the police officer, is obviously mm -hmm. a good cop. Mm -hmm. Over here, he's a bad cop. Well, to be honest, it does show at the beginning that he's undercover. Like the very first scene, you kind of know he's undercover. They kind of a shot of his house and he's looking at his board of you know faces and pictures so it's obvious yeah. to know that he's undercover yeah. so that's not really a spoiler because it's pretty much revealed at the beginning mm -hmm. but what the problem is they don't actually go much into what he's doing yeah so one scene is like he's got like um one of the officers 
like in his like control. So he could easily just say, I've been on this mission, you gotta help me out. Here's my officer, here's my objective, call back to your office, he'll clear me up. He just goes, I've been undercover for two years. And that's literally all he says and he yeah. runs away. I'm like And the other person that? buys it. Yeah, she's just like That's okay. the strangest part. <laughs> she buys it. And but as an audience member, even you don't know what that's about. Like, I mean, you also she's need to know like, like seeing internal internal affairs. So she's gonna be going like, who is your officer? What is your mission exactly? You know. Give me some details. It just I can like, like these clarify. Don't speak to each other. No, he's just no, like no. he just gives a thing. I've been undercover for two years. The entire film. <laughs> That's only even to his wife and his wife fans. I've been undercover for two years. Yeah, That's why the marriage is failing. I'm like, no, we gotta give a bit more reason than I've been undercover for two years. I mean, yeah. Nothing much is. Now I was comparing this to The Departed because there you have also got like rats and undercover cops everywhere. Department. Yeah, but like if if that is the yeah if that is the like the shining star, this is like the. They also had like Dark a nightclub. They also had a night like club scene. It's just for like a really bad John Wick. Like it just the running. Oh yeah, that that. Oh, I, so one of the important points about this film, I would say, one of the really worst, one of the worst well, pieces about it, yeah, is the fact that this film looks like several short films stitched together. By which I mean that the director has seen other action films and he has the idea that if there is to be an action scene that comes after a chase, the chase has to take place in a corridor and the action scene has to take place in a kitchen where you've got hot uh, like utensils yeah, and yeah, you've got yeah, kitchen yeah. knives Sounds and that's the yeah you've seen that so convenient. many times I, like just me describing it you can sense it oh, i've seen it so many times convenient is a stab when you get stabbed at the beginning when you get yeah. get kidnapped you get stabbed but fair enough they kind of want to weaken the hero yeah. yeah so but it always flares up at the worst so like he's just walking through a corridor and he's like oh my wound oh yeah fair enough but then when he's fighting in the kitchen he like, forgets about yeah, it completely like, oh, where's your wound now i mean i kind of find that adrenaline gets but still he should be like bleeding out yeah. but at the i mean time, if we're talking about being realistic like yeah, come yeah. on you told and me he still has, and he still has a suit randomly from like the laundrette and it's like perfectly fit oh yeah <laughs> armani's suit like well he's randomly picked up a suit man and he perfectly fits suit if that only happened in real life <laughs> yeah but it's yeah perhaps not one of those ones so it's mainly but only good thing i'll say is jamie fox's performance uh he's the only character i really like the rest of it is um, jamie fox is not good in this film no oh compare, i'm just saying compare i suppose he tries yeah, he what i will give is i suppose jamie fox had a lot of creative input in this film mm. and i'm so sure what, he what did he I'm he's just like thinking because he's, he's, like he's that kind of yeah he's, he's that kind of a man film, like, yeah he's saving whenever he does films like this he's also always very vocal like I've seen from his interviews and also uh, one more last thing before we move on actually sure. like say like the the cop who's corrupt is like so obvious and like when Michelle Mohan's character sits there and takes it is just so stupid I mean yeah. I'm how stupid it. can so you be if you don't want to yeah. know what happens mute it yeah. but I don't really think you really care yeah. but <laughs> How stupid she's, can I mean, you be? You're selling right? it to me really well. She's <laughs> like, yo, she goes to her like partner. Yo, we got this drug dealer, this drug lord, and this yeah. corrupt cop all in the same casino. Let's raid this place right now. He's like, no, let's go home and sleep on it. We'll do the paperwork. I'm like, are you kidding me? You don't suspect <laughs> anything that your colleague is slightly corrupt. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is like a massive operation. He's like, you know what? Let's sleep on it. And we'll come back tomorrow. And like, does it not sound a bit fishy? She does not suspect him one bit. Yes. So I'm like, yo. Anyway, yeah. So that's. But yeah, other than. I was just gonna say um, that uh, it was just an embarrassingly bad film. That, in in fact, concern-inducingly bad, like comically bad. This film, I, I just don't get yeah. how they come up with a film. It's like the only this. reason you put this in the show is just to rip into it, pretty much, isn't it? <laughs> just the so, rant. Um, your review. Let's just sum it up. Um, my review is um, using f words doesn't make it a serious <laughs> film. Mine is a. Um, Sleepless puts you asleep. It's just pretty dull. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. If, if you're finding it difficult to sleep, 
one night, watch put this film on, <laughs> yeah, you'll fall asleep. Or if you watch John Wick done really cheaply, watch this. Or oh, The Departed done super cheaply. Oh, take yeah. It, really cheaply. yeah, if you want to see the other spectrum <laughs> of John Wick. Cheap. Anyway. Not, he stitched badly stitched together exactly. version of. To be honest, so I'll give it credit. It came out in a period of where there's no movies coming out, so it came out in a nice point. Of Even then, it flopped. So Even well, then, I mean, in a sense, it's just that's there. Not good enough it's, it's, sure. it's there for me because you know what? There's nothing else on. I'll watch. I suppose it's, it's good a, if you've got that unlimited card. Yeah, right? that's what I'll do. I'm like, there's nothing on. Let's just watch this. Make the most of yeah. it. Yeah, well, you've got. I mean, yeah, go watch John Wick again, <laughs> <laughs> or The Departed again instead of this. Right. Yeah, don't watch this film. Anyway, moving on from that, we've got our next film, which is Lady Macbeth, a film that's really um, raving, the critics are raving about. Uh, it's, uh, it's got universal acclaim in Metacritic. It's not true. Well, it does have universal acclaim, universal. yes. <laughs> In Metacritic and 91% in Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, it's the film directed by William Oldroyd, his debut, as well as starring Florence Pugh, with P which people are calling her star-making performance. Mm -hmm. uh, the film is not anything to do with Shakespeare, by the way, if you are I going to the which film. Inspired that was my <laughs> Inspired <laughs> is a very loose term yes. here. Uh, this film is actually an adaptation of a Russian book, a novella, called Lady Macbeth of the Mesenk. I can't pronounce that word. I suppose yeah, that's what it is. Uh, is set, in the, set in the 19th century. It's a period drama uh, where a young bride is sold into marriage with a middle-aged man. And yes, all hell breaks loose when she doesn't like it. Right, so yes. history, your time to yeah. yeah. share. Yes. I've seen the movie. We haven't. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let me fill you in. Um, yeah, I mean, incredible. I knew, I kind of knew what to, I, I knew that I was going to go and see something great just from the trailer. The sort of the, yeah, just from the, the trailer. The trailer was just intense, the, wasn't it? The trailer it? is yeah. super intense. And the film, it's just, I can see why critics love it because it's exactly the kind of British period film drama uh, that you would expect to kind of um, ha have that impact. So, right. so it's set in the northeast of England in Yorkshire. And um, as you said, it's about this woman who gets married off to this man who's twice her age. And twice her age? Yeah. Not old enough, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, no. There's, there's, I a, mean, there's a Donald Trump joke somewhere. Well, uh, twice yeah. her age. He's a lot <laughs> older than her, that's what I know. Um, and, and she's bored. And um, the film kind bored. of takes you... She, yeah, right. and, and, it's, and, and the, the way her boredom... The way that's um, kind of... That sounds uh, pretty a bit like Brick Lane, doesn't it? A little bit. It is yeah, a bit like actually, Brick Lane. Like yeah, it reminds yeah. me of it. Yeah, yeah. So the monotony of her life, like, yeah. it's so captivating to see how monotonous her life is. Right. If you know what I mean. Yeah. And I think that's so amazing when someone can do that. When someone can and engage still make you with it interesting. Yeah. Oh. So is so her husband in this movie like a bad guy, or is he just like how he, she interprets him? I think. Him? I think he is just the kind of guy you would expect from the nine, like a landlord mm. kind of you know quite a rich man, affluent man yeah. of the 19th century Once a young who, wife, yeah so he even says in the film uh you know my um my father bought you when he bought your uh, la bought your so land as well. oh. so he's your like upon, the antagonist upon which yeah. a cow wouldn't even be fit to graze yes. on you know so he's oh, comparing charming. her to the land that they bought yeah exactly yeah, such charming. a charmer hmm, i wonder why <laughs> she didn't fall for his charm but um you know so that's the kind of relationship that they have right. um and what happens then and so then what happens is so he leaves he goes on a trip and 
she's then told that uh, he's gone on this trip and all of a sudden she realizes that because he's told her that he's told her not to leave the house he's like oh i think you'll be better off staying you know oh really and she's like, oh, yeah. don't even leave she's, the house yeah, she's like i like the fresh air he's like no i don't think you do i think you like staying inside the house shall and she's not, like shall i don't reveal too much of the plot so we won't <laughs> i think those things are given out in the trailer as well yeah they are given in the trailer that's when kind of the plot unravels, unravels yeah. okay. so she meets one of the workers who works for her husband. Oh, right. And that's when... Taboo. Things, yeah. <laughs> I mean, ta- like, I mean, that, 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 that so that's is only, the, yeah, is only the beginning. So that's when... Right. That is only the beginning. So that's when everything gets real, basically. That's when everything gets real. And then her, her maid servant gets caught up in all the drama. Mm. And that's when you see, you know, a new side to Lady Macbeth. So is, yeah, so is her name actually Lady Macbeth? <laughs> this, is the main, this is the... It's a good question. Don't worry, man. IMDb is here to oh, <laughs> no, no, it must be surely. Must be, yeah. yeah. Because it's talking about Lady Macbeth off somewhere. Yeah, but now I'm wondering whether that that was inspired. I suppose they only the, mention her yeah, first name, right? Yeah. They wouldn't say Macbeth. Actually, I don't remember. Damn, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. I was just but, wondering. Yeah, but I mean, the the her name is just Catherine. Her name is put so as Catherine. Know, right. Catherine, so. yes, Catherine. That's Catherine right. Macbeth. That's right, yes. Okay. Um, so I don't, I don't know if her husband's surname is Macbeth. Or no, I don't just, know her husband's surname. Let's just go by it. Otherwise, it becomes anyway. too confusing. <laughs> exactly. So, um, and what so would you say you didn't like anything in this film which did disappointed you? Because so far, it's like raving. Nothing. Okay, so yeah. the, so nothing disappointed me. But what I did, hmm. which is what my friend didn't do, <laughs> I you know how I love reading the plots on Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're <laughs> prepping, man. So so yeah. So my friend, she was she, my friend did the right thing. She was like, you know, I'm just gonna go into this like completely Blackhead. not knowing anything. Wait, you actually just, read the plot before going to the film. So I read the plot of this. The Russian version. Okay. So okay. I read the plot for that. Oh, so the original story. Yeah, so I read uh, the, the plot the for the original story. On, yeah, right. I read the entire kind of breakdown of e- the synopsis for each chapter. But why would you do that? That's like because taking the mystery out of the drama. I've been writing to drama. Her for, so, for so long. I was like, no, I've got to do it. I've got to know what I'm getting myself into. Oh, right. And um, so the the Russian um, story is really interesting, and it was really interesting to. I think kind of the good thing was that I got to see it on screen, and it was really interesting for me to see how they adapted that Russian story which was set in Siberia and mm. then translated that into the northeast of England yeah. set in the Victorian era. Right. Um, so I thought that was that was quite good. But the problem with that was that I'd read some stuff which I was expecting to happen in the film or there were some things that happened in the film which I wasn't expecting. Oh, right. Was it a good thing? Some of it was good. Mm. Some of it was right. good. But then there were some things I'd read in Wikipedia, which, which sounded didn't very happen, interesting. and I was right. like, there was more room for, oh, right. for that to happen. But but it's not to say that it didn't take away from the impact. But I felt like if yeah, the director had more the, time, yeah, a lot of the time, what is written doesn't translate very well into a film, okay. right? So Sometimes, maybe that maybe a but reason. I think they definitely they they hit the the adaption. They hit the nail on the head with that. There was right. no yeah, loose ends or you yeah, know. Yeah. I was gonna ask like nothing how much did it differ from like. The novel not not massively no like the main themes mm. were you know they, they kind of kept yeah. to the I, f- I think we had this discussion of ghosts in the show comparing the original to the adapted version oh, kind of yeah. they missed out so much stuff yeah, yeah. which could have made it good so. in fact the complete theme of the yeah. story so a, a lot of the times the theme is the main thing about yeah. a story when it gets adapted right that rather was, than that was an opportunity where they kind of dropped the ball and they lost all the things that made the original so charming so you see in this one it did a good job of yeah, no, they did, they did a really good uh, job. It was just the ending 
which is different, slightly different, <laughs> slightly different to the. I'll go read it. But it's still a good, it's still a good film, right? Still yeah. good, still impact. And um, yeah, I mean, it it was done on a really low budget. I don't know what the budget was exactly, but it was shot in something like twenty six days, which right. is pretty intense for yeah, a feature that is. film. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, and um, I remember reading that it was shot on a really low budget. So you never actually see like you see a lot of the interior of mm. the house. You never really see the out outside yeah, of the house. Oh, right. So yeah, exactly. So uh, you know, it's probably a dumpster, but they've somehow managed to make the inside right. look you know look nice. And then a lot of it is shot in fields and things like that. Um, and one of the good, like one of the interesting things about it was that with a lot of period dramas, often they kind of romanticize the Victorian era mm -hmm. and they make it. A lot more lovey-dovey than it actually yeah. was. Uh, I mean, come on, very let's so. be real. They hardly show the slaves. You used to have a bath once a week. Oh, and right. In that's even if you were. They felt like the nitty-gritty side of it. Yeah, there yeah. was no central heating. There was no nothing. So of course you were only going to have a bath once a week. Whereas in Pride um, and Prejudice, all like happy it's all, and, yeah. you know. and, then, you know, and But with this, they really they just kept it real. I mean, it was beautiful, but it was real and it right. was it was, it was raw exactly. Yeah. And I think there was only like one or two musical scores in this, so it was very much. So even when you sat there and you watched a scene, uh, there was very little, Wait, actually there was no panning of the camera from one oh, right. of side of the room to the other, it was Just very much. On, there's musicals, there's songs in this? No, no, as so if she's meaning sound score, background sound score. Wait, where did this? Yeah. yeah, they just they kill people and burst into sing and dance. Yeah, Man, that um, happens in the Victorian era, right? Very real. <laughs> um, no, by that I mean like the kind of like musical, like yeah, background yeah. Um, sound score. Yeah, the sound yeah. score. That's okay, exactly yeah. what I mean. Sorry, wrong use of terminology there. Um, and but that that adds to the film, I suppose. It makes it more so visceral, like, you know, doesn't it? So you watch her, and she sat there, and you hear her breathing, oh. and that's something, you know, like that 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 so adds to the yeah, the or environment it's like, it's like and the, the footsteps that you hear, or you right. know, like the like the gust of wind, and those are the kind of sounds that the director picks up on ah. mostly. Not you know, there's very little music Added in the music. background, which I think good is stuff. Refreshing. I think the score is very important. I think go back to Ghost and Michelle again. But yeah. they miss out the score. Like the score for that movie is amazing, and they just did not make full use of it in the movie. The original film lost yeah. so much charm, mm. and I think that made it so special. So mm. you're it's right about this. How stuff. much sound can make oh, a difference yeah, I mean, to the like, way you very much watch so, right? it? Hans yeah. Zimmer would have and testified to that. You know, I mean, the score can yeah. really exactly. make a break. A film. I mean, if there's Hans Zimmer there, I'm all. I mean, we're gonna have a Hans Zimmer, Lord of the Rings, or Titanic, right? The best soundtrack, but yeah, imagine Lord of the Rings without the soundtrack. You just can't. Yeah, it's nothing. So in this case, like less was definitely more. Right. Um, yeah. Great. That's great. So, what would you, um, what would you say, if you were to summarize the film? Your review. In a short My review. Summary of the film would be, not everything is as you expect it to be. Right. Which isn't really a summary, but I would say it was, I would say it was, the performances were captivating, uh, the script was bold, mm -hmm. and what was the other thing I wrote? <laughs> and <laughs> and um, I just loved the way it was shot so naturally and beautifully right um, yeah you, so you yeah. recommend recommend we watch absolutely it absolutely recommend and so so we shall <laughs> uh, not, not bad job man on the first first job man great review yeah, oh I've only the review. Look at my notes first. <laughs> <laughs> you'll get used to it <laughs> um, next yeah. time obviously um, anyway that takes us to our final review of the show mm. alien covenant a film we've all been well, some of us have been anticipating for mm -hmm. a while. Another film by Ridley Scott, one of the greatest directors of all time, although some would say he's lost a lot of his charm. Yeah. He did take back in The Martian. I love The Martian. The Martian? Yes, I mean, yeah. yeah. yeah I've not seen that. I, oh, it's amazing. I 
think it looks boring. Oh, it's not boring. No, it is, it is very, very it interesting. It came out at the same time as Interstellar, right? I like no, 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 it came after Interstellar. Was it yeah. around, yeah. but, but like around the same sort of time? Similar, maybe yeah. a year gap in between. Oh, is it a year gap? Yeah. <laughs> so maybe not the Interstellar in the was pretty life. Yeah. That's pretty close together. So yeah, if that is Interstellar, that's Martian. Yeah. Martian is much, much better. But obviously Martian and Alien Covenant are yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. people don't explode. Yeah. from yes. their <laughs> backs and yeah. Backs, front, mouth, everywhere, but... Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. The film is directed by Ridley Scott. It stars our favorite hero, Michael Fassbender, and also the lady from. Uh, <laughs> lady from <laughs> she has a name. Uh, Kath- well, uh, Catherine, because she's very new. Catherine yeah, Catherine yeah, Waterstone, but she's from Catherine. Uh, yeah, from Steve Jobs and Fantastic Beasts. I am a fan. Of I was it. definitely yeah. going to mention her name. I was definitely going to mention. That lady. Her name. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't going to stop at that. I was definitely going to mention her name. <laughs> but just, it, it helps if you recognize someone from a different yeah. film. But anyway, the film follows the crew of a colony ship again. Just as Prometheus, just as Alien 1, just as Aliens 2, and every other yeah, Aliens. Let's talk about Alien Resurrection. <laughs> or Alien versus Predators. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the crew of the colony ship, they're bound for a remote planet where they discovered an uncharted paradise with a threat beyond their imagination. This is copy-pasted from Wikipedia. And they now must attempt a harrowing escape from all the troubles besieging them. So, um, Abu, you're unfortunately the only one one who's seen it. I tried seeing it, couldn't get out (laughs) of prison early enough. Firstly, uh, I wouldn't really call it paradise, this has wheat on the land. Exactly. It looks like earth wheat. wheat. Yes, like actual edible wheat. wheat. Yes, and this is not earth. Uh, that's what I really would call it paradise. Wait, why would it, why would it be called paradise? I don't know. Like it's just As like it's just like a general. It looks, it looks just like, like random field, right. right? Some forest. Hey, heaven is a place on earth. Don't forget that. <laughs> of I don't course. know. Joking. That's it's just, I just that. It's, I really wouldn't call that planet a paradise, but yeah. Um, yeah, so where to start? Um, if you've watched. So, what's the, going on in the film? Give us so like. So, uh, the crew. Who so have we got? This takes place after Prometheus. So Prometheus. Oh, is it a direct sequel then? Yes, yeah, a direct sequel. So, if it was Prometheus, mm-hmm. this would kind of flow right into But I haven't really watched Prometheus, actually. I you haven't read. watched Prometheus? Do you not do I, what I do, I just, which is read the plot. I, 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 I did it afterwards, actually, okay. just to get a better feel right. of this movie, because I'm not really going to. To be honest, you haven't missed much. It was yeah. such a strange so I, film. I, I, so, I, you know, I read up on Prometheus, so it follows on from that. So, um,. You have a new spaceship that's going to find its calling, as you said, and they get distracted by this side planet, like saying, well, this planet's only a couple of weeks away. The one we're supposed to go to seven years away. Um, let's make a decision. And they decided to oh, go right. to one closest because um, one of the people died earlier in the films, or very early in the films, someone dies in the pods. So they're like, well, we don't want to go back in that pod. Right. You know, into high Pacific game, we'd rather yeah. just take the... Oh, to go to sleep, like deep sleep. Yeah, because right. when they escape, because they had to escape with emergency, one of them perished. So they're ah, like, we, right. they're very like, we don't want to go on that. Let's just... But yeah, take a part and go to this island. So, I mean, what I loved about the film is Ridley Scott's like only his alien feel is encapsulated perfectly here. Yeah? So you can tell it's a Ridley Scott. Are movie. these the same aliens as the? No, no, no. These are like earlier aliens. So they are not actually <sighs> called the xenomorphs. They're called like nanomorphs. They're like an early. Um, Nano. So are they like small, cute? They're like not. They kind of look very. Some of them look a bit humanoid. They're like kind of like. In the early process of becoming what they, they have are. quite long faces, do they not? Yeah, they have like a big long skull. Yeah. This is the, Those this, are the xenomorphs. Yeah, these are right, like the fully okay. grown ones in the old films. This is like yeah. beforehand. Right. So this shows you how they became uh, these right. aliens. Oh, so in their process of evolution. Yeah, they're like yeah, evolving basically. Right. So this film kind of explores how they evolved and how they ended up on the planet mm-hmm. they end up on. Right. So um, 
yeah, so the aliens look a bit, they look a bit more humanoid. Some of them walk a bit, they can kind of talk, they can tell like they've got features of a face. They can talk, really? And they're kind of like struggling to speak, you can tell they're trying to speak and communicate. Right. So they're like early alien, basically. So that's that background. So, I mean, Fast Bender, I think, is the best part of the movie. So he's a quite... Is he still the robot? Yeah, so Android. So Android. It, yeah, so he's got the old robot from Prometheus, which his name was David. And mm-hmm. he got, and like, because this mission's happening later on, you've got the newer model of him, but he oh. also looks just like him, called Walter. So right. you have, like, he's just like Terminator. We've got the old right. robot and the one is futuristic. Updating software. Updating, yeah, yeah. So, no ransomware disturbing you so now. So most of the film revolves around him and his, their both character arc and what they plan to do. And I think he really carries this film. I don't think just as the first other yeah, film I don't think I was a Catherine Waters I don't think she's as strong in that lead she's a bit timid in, in a sense right I know Ripley in the original she's timid but she grows and becomes this like confident superwoman yeah mm. but in this one she just kind of stays mm. a bit timid for yeah. the time we saw I think we were talking about this earlier because yeah. the way you described her I was like was it the same she, as yeah. when she was in um, Fantastic Beasts yeah. as well yeah it's know, just like she doesn't really have yeah, that yeah she plays a timid person yeah. there as well yeah. She's kind of got that. She's kind I of. I think she does look good, but in, in oh, Steve does Jobs, she does. Yeah. In Steve Jobs, she's she oh, is yeah, kind of right. like you know somewhere between vulnerable but feisty as well. Mm. Steve Jobs, and I think yeah. that's when I first saw her, and I was like, there's something about her which is yeah. quite striking. Yeah, so yeah. I think she's just not as memorable in the lead role, and I think Fassbender really delivers. He does a lot of the performance, a lot of the storylines revolve around his mm-hmm. thing, and he really does a convincing job there. Right. Um, I'd say it's not too confusing actually in a sense. So you know, films can get Was very these kind to? of films can get very geeky. Okay. You know, all these terms of because mm. I'm reading the law. It's so very it's more accessible to the general. So yeah, people. I kind of went in the way I was watching Prometheus, and I kind of got a gist of it. I mean, there are a few bits I didn't understand, but reading up on it, I can argue if that makes sense. Ah, so right. for people who aren't too familiar with the law, they can still watch this and not get totally bogged down with the geeky terms and you know, seeing the most nanomorphs. Yeah. yeah. You know, the engineers like what? So. <laughs> Or do um, they have engineers here as well? Yeah, engineers. Right. They, they kind of hint to them as well. So, so, um, so, but just to be clear, so Michael Fassbender, he plays David, the alien. No, he's not an alien. He's, he's an android. He's like a robot. Yeah. So basically, what these robots do, they're the ones who run the ship while okay. they're in cryosleep. Because yeah. if they're asleep, no one can... So he's like a robot who just runs the ship throughout right. the entire... Because doesn't have to rest. He can just do... Yeah. So every mission has like an android on their team okay. just to do the maintenance work. So who are the aliens then? The aliens <laughs> on the planet. It's, yeah. So the planet they go down so to. So why is... Wait, would this be giving it away? Um, depends how much you want to... <laughs> because obviously I read the... Po- so 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 Michael Fassbender, why is he the way he is? Oh, so what, the one who's left on the planet. So they come back later and they find him on the planet. Oh, so is it that but they're going back to the original planet of Prometheus 1? That's, yeah. Ah, oh, that makes sense. I don't get any more into it. Okay, okay. Also, I think it's very violent, so... It's very like bloody. So how it's, graphic? So you know, it's I, pretty like, graphic. You know, like, aliens bursting alien. chests, bats. I mean, I'm kind of used to the chest. I've seen that enough times. It's right. kind of weird. I mean, it's bursting out of the spinal cord at the back. One comes out through the mouth and just and like, how, pops and out. And how? How is the graphics? Like, is it? Does it start off like? Um, I think. Does it start off slow and you can see yeah, like the veins yeah. bursting? Like the first one that happens is like oh, right. <laughs> building up for like ten minutes. Right. <laughs> end. For ten minutes. This it's and, like, painful death. My up. God. So and is it painful for them? Like, oh, yeah. as in, like, is it? Is it like? Oh yeah, they're dead. Are they screaming in agony? They're, they're, or, yeah, they're, of course they. Or one minute, are they just? Oh, this is fun. <laughs> no, no, no. They're, 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 when something's breaking through your spinal cord, it's, I mean, they're I not like they're not like. Oh, okay, it's kind of yeah. dark. Happens but, yeah. to me all the time. Yeah, I, I know mean, the feeling. It is very bloody and gory. So if you go, if you're a bit squeamish, it might not be the movie for you. I mean, a lot of people die in this movie. Standard, but some of the deaths are quite hard hitting and see right. you. I wasn't expecting to be that bloody. Like to be honest, it's got to be an eighteen, right? 
Right. It must have been 18. If they that show blood, blood, that much blood. Yeah. yeah. So, because even the originals, I don't remember them being that gory. Mm -hmm. This is like just. In fact, Prometheus, the one first one, mm. wasn't at all that gory. Mm, there were so. a few scenes, but I think they edited the blood out because it, they wanted yeah. to get the PG-13. I think one thing I do want to mention is that I think the aliens here kind of look a bit, they don't look that as scary as they did in the originals. I think it's the CGI. Because mm. I'm so used to CGI and I kind of know that's fake. I think like back in the originals, they used people in outfits and stuff. Mm. So it looked a lot yeah. more realistic. And you can tell in this one, like it's all CGI. It just doesn't feel... Really? Right. Yeah, if you watch, you kind of feel like that's interesting. Because right. I yeah. you watch the originals, right? Because an actual costume is physically being made. Yeah, in fact, the it's still work. like you know, you'd see like a bullet go through someone, and then like the blood would just like spray yeah, out like fountain. But you can't, yeah. But it's all fake. It's like just CGI. But you see, if you watch the originals, you kind of notice it's a lot more yeah. intimidating. I don't know what it is. In the fact, CGI in the just looks a bit. You can't know. Oh, that's a little fake. It's just yeah. some guy. That was the same case with Prometheus as well. I was yeah. also. I also missed the suited alien. Mm. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of prospects involved but you can tell look, most of it was CGI it's kind of does take away a bit away from the fear yeah so I would say this film isn't as it's nowhere near as scary as the originals there's mm. not enough tension they kind of show the aliens quite often right whereas you kind of want there to be a suspense and you kind of know when the aliens going to show up it's just so predictable do the aliens still have the tails yes they do what's, what's, what's special about the tails they stab you with them yeah, that's that's a very. So, I mean, that's not one of the bad things. I said it's it's just too predictable. You just know when someone's gonna bite the dust. Someone's like, yo, right. I'm just gonna go take a leak. You know he's gonna. <laughs> ah, of course, yeah. Someone's in the shower. You know they're gonna die. Ah. It's just and the music is very. It's like. Oh, it like, gives it away. Like I said in the original, like, it was hard to tell like, who's gonna. It's like in that it. situation, why would you do anything by yourself? Yeah. You're gonna die. It's just like I kind of knew who's gonna die in what sequence. So I kind of took that away. I thought make right. it a bit less predictable, yeah. like. It just stabs them out of nowhere. They're dead. Uh -huh. And this one kind of got this one, and then that one, then that one. And it's just like a bit too. It's just one thing I didn't like. Yeah. It's just a bit too formulaic. And I thought, you know, it could make it a lot more unpredictable. Yeah. But rather than telegraphing who's gonna die, but like they accentuate the score. The score goes up to build tension. Yeah. I'm like, but you. is the is the narrative progression well done? Because a lot of the times, even if the I mean, things is pre things are predictable. Honest, but I kind of know where it was all going early on in the movie. You kind of know where this is all going i heard some reviews thing. saying it's very slow to begin with is, is that what you found slow. as well like it takes a while for them to get to the planet Probably right takes like an hour before even just to get to the planet really? i know i didn't have a watch movie, but I, it yeah. felt like an hour like, right it's yeah. a two hour movie it feels like an hour so uh, it's like come yeah, on exactly. i want to see and one last thing like the one back in the car the crew is totally unlikable unlikable like a single person like uh -huh. this one with danny so mcbride that that, yeah. danny mcbride's character is really i like his character he's really cool yeah. Like he's, he's got a bit of weight and you kind of can see he's very loving. The other guys is for if they die, they die. I mm. will not have a, a second's remorse for them. So you're happy if they all die? Yeah, I mean, I think the same problem happened in life. I mean, either they were really unlikable or you have they stone were, no, cold. They were, they were unlikable in a sense, like, the stuff they did, they kind of, just like, just die. Like, the, just die. You're dumb. There's just a scene like, where, like, we need, to go down to, we need to go down to planet and save them. Like, you no, deserve to die. Like, yeah, we don't need to save them. I'm like, why? Uh. Just because them two who are a couple around there, they're fine. Like, oh, it's okay. Uh, but gonna, my wife's and oh, I want to go. So they die for being selfish. No, they die in the long run. But like, right. it's one of the things. And there's another one with the crew, the captain of the crew. He doesn't want to give the guy who does at the beginning a funeral. He's like, no, you can't show him any respect. Why not? Because he's he's got a lot of saltiness in him. He's very bitter that he wasn't captain. Uh -oh. But it's just like all that stuff. Like, why make him so unhateable? Like, mm. like there's no reason to make him. Right. So you don't need to have another villain. The villain is the alien. You need yeah. to engineer some other yeah. like character to hate. So I felt yeah. that was a bit bad. So Alien Covenant, that was um, that obviously happened 11 years after the 
Prometheus. Prometheus. Yeah, Prometheus. Oh, really? Was Eleven it? years after. Yeah, I read yeah. something. So was it always like advertised as, oh, you know, this is after 11 years? Oh yeah, because it does like, mention at one point yeah. this is the this is the spaceship from the Prometheus mission. Yeah. So right. it's so would you say like it kind of lived up to that expectation? Oh, I haven't watched like yeah, I haven't watched Prometheus. I don't know. I just missed. I just never got a chance to see it. It's one of those films that just passed by. You haven't missed it make much, you want really. To watch Prometheus. Ah, uh, not really. No, no. I've kind of read up on it. Okay, fair enough. Kind of got what happened in that yeah. movie. Unless you're a Fastbender fan, though. Yeah. Fastbender I'm a fast really, fan. really. Oh, you love it. If you're a Fastbender fan, you love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've no. I've the first film was the first time when I really my eyes opened up to Fastbender <laughs> and his acting chops. Yeah. Before that, I'd only seen him in I can't remember what, but he's the Magneto. Yeah, exactly, X Men Magneto, and I thought, oh, he's just another actor. But here. He, he, so he's an android, right? Yeah. He doesn't have the David character in Prometheus didn't have emotions, mm -hmm. but he tried to empathize with humans because that's how he was programmed. Mm -hmm. And pulling off a robot who doesn't show emotions, but even still tries to empathize with the humans mm -hmm. is a very, very difficult mm -hmm. task to pull off when you're um, if in the perspective yeah, of acting, of right? And he just nails it, absolutely nails it. And that in itself is a reason why I would say watch Prometheus. But having said that, the rest of the film is so crap. <laughs> uh, right, maybe if you're... Just for uh, yeah. yeah, so I mean, good things. Fastman is great. The sci-fi crew directing by Ridley Scott's on point. It's great for first timers to get into and it's pretty fun. I, don't, I find it more fun than scary, to be honest. Right. So my review is fun yet predictable. Like, you know what's going to happen. But would but you say we should watch it? You should definitely watch it. Definitely like, watch yeah, it. I mean, really? I would say you should definitely watch it. I mean, I am it. terrified of horror. Oh, any, don't worry. Anything that's really? Like, so if it's a psychological horror film, you know, where you kind of care for like, yeah. it's, it's not. It's not and a And suddenly a little girl is hanging no. from, like, you know. But there's no, like, creepy little girls in the mirror. There's none of that. There's no nanomorphs. But, but, you know, aliens bursting from chests. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine, yeah. Everyday stuff for us. But you've got, like, ten minutes to prepare for you because you know it's going to happen. But, yeah, so, yeah. And, yeah, it's the action, like, the gore is quite fun, actually. If you like that kind of stuff, you like seeing that stuff. Only you do it. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. So yeah, I'm sure um, that is yeah, fun. So my reviews is fun, but a bit predictable. Like very predictable actually. So yeah, yeah good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely watch it. I'll, I'll oh, see how it watch, works. Yeah. Um, I mean, just for Fastbender alone, he's so great. Yeah. Yeah, definitely watch our uh, watch out for our review on our website, thesilverscreenshow.com. Uh, we'll, we regularly post reviews of all the films we review here. Um, so I'll definitely put something on for Alien Covenant. Yeah, and also while mentioning our podcast is now up on iTunes, so if you're Indeed iTunes, it is. subscribe and get listening on the tube or when you're bored at work. Yeah, we've Maybe. got the links on our <laughs> Facebook. We've got the links on our Facebook page uh, from where you can go to all the places. Anyway, I think that really wraps up our show for today. Uh, that was a big, film. big show, yeah, <laughs> nearly an hour. Uh, but some good films, uh, one bad film. Next, next month looks great though, Mummy, Wonder Woman. Indeed, yeah. Great I am so life. looking forward to Mummy. Uh, even though I, it looks more like a Nathan Drake, uh, Uncharted. I for that yet, actually. Tom Cruise, anything with Tom Cruise is a win. He does. He never Surely, yes. I'm not a fan of him, but I'm a fan of his films that's because he always yeah, chooses yeah, the yeah, best yeah, films. Yeah, yeah. He chooses class films. <laughs> age of Tomorrow, I still can't forget how good it is. Age of, you mean edge of Tomorrow, yeah. Edge of Tomorrow. Did I say mean, Age? Before, age. We, before we do uh, call it a wrap, have you heard the name for the sequel for that film? Which one? Oh, God. <laughs> Live, Die, Repeat, and Repeat. That's the name of the sequel. <laughs> Who keep who 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 even yeah. comes up with that name? They're gonna drop the same on. team who came up with the first name, I suppose. So Tom Cruise is in that, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's only because Tom Cruise is in it. Could they get away with that? 
It's called Live and Repeat. No, but then it's called and repeat at the end. Like that just Hifter, so the first film is one of the best sci-fi films I've seen in the last decade. It is one film to definitely watch. I've watched it numerous and it's a great times. Concept. Yeah, great concept. I've watched it numerous times, and, and I'm so spi- <laughs> uh, like, hyped up for the next film coming up. But I just don't get what's wrong with the marketing team. The <laughs> first so film. Like full stop and repeat or dash and. No, it's just and repeat. Colon and repeat. No, like and repeat. There's no colon. Yeah. Just Google. You know how? Google yeah. Apple show. Well, nice. Such a grammar Nazi you are. <laughs> But yeah, the I'm hyped up for the film. I just hope they do a good job with the marketing. <laughs> I'm, I'm just jump to this now. I know. Like, let's just talk about next month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> next <laughs> month there were great films coming up. Obviously, it's the summer season, so definitely stay tuned. Until then, we'll wrap it up for today. I hope to see you in the next one. Yeah. Have a good night. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us, too. Bye. Brilliant. Thank you. See ya.